When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cherry's World is brought to you by Less Is More Events. Get live. Welcome to Cherry's World. Cherry's World podcast, we got a legend in the house. I mean, there's no reason to really introduce this man, but formality, I kind of have to. He is a legendary rapper and an actor. You've seen him on CSI Miami and New York, NYPD Blue. He was on Sunset Park. He was on Moesha. He did The Wire. I mean, he did everything, okay? Mr. Fred Rostar is in the house. This is Cherry's World. Making Memories Sales Series. It's a sale that allows families and people in our communities in any city, state, or showtime to attend a series of events at a lower price than most, such as like the Trolls Live, Disney on Ice, the Universal Soul Circus, concerts, sports, and more. Contact Less Is More Events at 202-930-3533. Again, that's 202-930-3533. 202-930-3533. Visit the website, getlimetickets.com. They're on social media, Facebook, IG, Twitter. Less is more events. Get out and lime. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. I am happy to show you guys the best thing to come out of 2020. It's called the Stress Phone. It's a cool new stress reliever with a digital link to the emotional healing box. You can get yours today at stressphone.com. And by the way, the Stress Phone is a black owned business. I wanted to ask you about the song that you made and I'm looking for the lyrics. It says, I'm looking on the news, like what now? COVID virus got everything shut down? NBA shut down, Major League shut down. Niggas yeah. getting tested on the plane when it touched down. United mm. States travel ban, face covered up like the Taliban. Yeah, city on lockdown. They just turned the lights off. Niggas start coughing, get sprayed with lights off. <laughs> I was, I was, I, I came. Yeah, that was when, 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 when the coronavirus. I think it was like the first day they shut down the borders. 
And I was like, yo, I got to write a song about this. Because they shut down. We had a whole tour in Canada. And they shut the tour down. And um, yeah, man. So I wrote that song right off the plane, right to the studio. Yeah, I was like, wow, he was on it like that. And then you had a, a verse where you said yeah. something about they better hurry up with the vaccine. Yeah, now, it's the same song. Yeah, I said they better hurry up with the vaccine. Cause yes. Cause, uh, cause, uh, cause toilet paper got people acting like crack fiends. <laughs> yes. So my question to you is, if they really came out with the vaccine, would you take it? Nah, you know, with that whole vaccine thing, that's, that's, that's you know, I, I just think the whole coronavirus was definitely, I don't know, something something ain't right with this thing, man. It's, it's weird right now, but no, I wouldn't take the vaccine. Just give me the coronavirus and let me be immune to that shit. Fuck it. And fight Cause, it Because cause everybody living in fear, everybody's scared and, you know, one, but they said once you get it, you can't get it no more. So Daddy, I, my thing is like, so I'm like, just give me Daddy, the goddamn thing. we're doing six. Yeah, I, I feel you. Something ain't right. Now they say, well, we don't know if it's a virus. It might be a bacteria. Man, like they said, man, we've we been, we been had the pandemic in the hood. You know what I mean? So we've we been dying from diabetes and, you know, all types of shit that, you know, the black people, you know, have to go through because, you know, we don't, get to eat is 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 as good as people with, with with money you know when you're in the hood you eat what you can sometimes and it's not a healthy lifestyle you know what i'm saying so there's a lot of that's why i hit the black community so hard because we have so many um health issues you know what i'm saying in the yeah. hood so yeah man this shit is this shit is weird man this corona shit is weird how are you and your family handling quarantine Oh, we chilling. We staying out the way. I'm staying out the way. I don't want, you know, mask up, glove up. You know, the school closed, so that was kind of crazy with the kids not going to school. So, um, yeah, that was that was just crazy, man. Cause they didn't know what was going on. They was wondering why they can't go to the park and why they can't yeah. do this and do that. And you gotta tell them, you know, you know, my son is my son's a one is four and one is six. You tell them the real, and they understand it. Yeah. You know, now. They know what the corona is. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's five, and the only thing she wants to do when it opens up is go to the park. Not even yeah, they know how to say coronavirus and all that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, for me, I'm I'm just amazed by the people that Cherry knows and everything. How you and Cherry know each other? I know it's just because y'all Hollywood, but how do y'all know each other? Through you know Hollywood. You know, we was part of the first. The, like you know the 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 you know when when we was in Hollywood it was early '90s you know what I'm saying and it was everybody kind of knew each other we all had different yeah. TV shows but we all would see each other in clubs or events or you know um, you know stuff like that so everybody was out and about you know what I'm saying we was young Hollywood yeah that's what I was telling I said you know what I don't think there was ever a day when somebody said hey. Hey, Cherry, this is Fred, or hey, Fred, or this is Cherry. I think it was just like, hey, how you doing? It's good to yeah. see you. Yeah, and like, you know, industry parties or whatever, you know, you just see somebody, oh, what up, what up? It was just, it was kind of like a high school, kind of yeah. like a high school thing where everybody was in a kind of like a high school, yeah. like you had your TV show over here, you got your TV show over here, but when we all get together, it's like we all in the same crew, you know what I'm saying? Or, or And sometimes you might even, you know, guest star on that person's television show. You know what I'm saying? We was just kind of like going back and forth to different television sets. You know what I'm saying? So that was cool too. Absolutely. 
your resume is crazy. Like, honestly, I never looked at it until after I asked you to be on the show. Yeah. And I know that I've seen you and everything. I know my mom, my mom is like so proud of all of us. So yeah. if you're on TV, <laughs> mommy calls me to tell me that you're on TV, you know? Wow. And that's I was like, I was like, NYPD Blue, CSI Miami and New York. Like your Daddy, what's your password? You get your phone back. New York undercover was crazy. I, don't, I mean, like, what's your secret though? Because nobody has a stable. Like only few of us, I can say, have been blessed enough to work every single year since we've worked, and you keep a job. Shit, I wish I wish I did work every single year. I mean, it ain't really no secret, man. It's just grind mode and relationships and um you know when i first got out to hollywood it was just like i don't know it was just like everything was coming so fast like you know it was just like coming from new york coming to hollywood it was just like like a dream come true so that's how you know everything was just like yo i gotta get this job this next audition i gotta get it so we was we was trying hard you know a lot of practice a lot of you know uh a lot of rehearsing and and going in the room and saying i want this job and going in there and lighting shit up. That's how you stay working. You just gotta light shit up. And um, you know, every everybody gotta run. It's like a, it's like surfing, you know. What I mean, you catch the wave, you ride the wave, so that wave goes down and you catch another wave. That's right. That's the way the industry is. That's how, you know, that's my analogy of it. It's like it's like surfing because you're not gonna be hot forever, but you can, right. you know, get hot again and get hot again, and that's what happens, you know what I mean? You keep going. So with that, right? there that same energy what would you tell the young guy who wants to come to hollywood and book some roles um come to hollywood and be ready for everything you know what i'm saying you got to be ready for everything and one thing in hollywood what used to, i mean before the coronavirus you had to get out there you can't wait for your agent you got to get out there and make your own noise you got to get out there in the clubs and you know because you never know who you're going to see you know what i mean and that's what we was doing. I remember how we used to, yo, I used to get an audition on the Paramount lot, right? And it would be like an audition. Oh, good. It used to be an audition for, for a role. I would go to the audition, because I'm on a lot. I would go to the audition, and I would have an idea for a script or idea for a television show. And after my audition, I would like go to, go to like Paramount Pigeons and be like, yo, who's ahead of black talent over here? Tell them Virgil Stars is here. They be like, oh, we're here, we're here. And then I be like, I get to run around, but I get to the person that I'm trying to meet. Like, I was just like, just like, take this shit over. Like, okay, hold on. But I was just like, just going like unannounced. And they be like, oh, Fletcher, what's up? Yo, I can't meet you right now, but here's what we'll do a meeting next week. And I was, I kept doing that. We was just, yeah, we was just kicking down the doors a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of times you got to just, you know, you got to kick the door down. I love it. Very yeah. aggressive. I heard that you were, people tell me, oh, he's, you know, he's aggressive, dude. And I'd be like, Fred, he's always been like so gentle and sweet. <laughs> I mean. I was gonna say, but you take what's yours. You got to because you can't, because we was like, yo, if you get an audition on a Paramount lot or just say the Gow a lot or, or anywhere, anywhere, it's like, you're on the lot, so if you're just going to settle for your audition, that's on you. But you could take a walk, go to the cafeteria. You can walk around. Once you're on the lot, you can do what the fuck you want to do. They don't kick you off the lot. 
So my thing was like, word, shit, we on a lot? Let's go to Universal Pitches over here. Let's go over here and, and see who we could talk to and pitch an idea to. You know what I'm that's saying? Cool. And, you know, or get an audition or something for something else. And that's how we did it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. so smart. That's that New York hustle. New York hustle, man. New York hustle. Because everybody ain't got yeah. it. That New York hustle, man. New York hustle, word. Yeah, you, cause you like a, a a real, you know, a real, a real, a real street dude. So like, when you come from New York to LA, like, did you have to get like uh, accustomed to the way they did things, like you know, as far as the blue and red and, and all that kind um, of stuff? It's a long time. No, when I came out here, I was with Lamont Bentley from Oisha. God bless the dead, man. Rest yeah. in peace, Lamont. And um, Lamont, he had it. He had he had the hood sold up already. You know what I'm saying? He had the hood dudes like he was Lamont was in the hood, man. Like so when I got out here doing Moesha, we was going to the hood. He was taking me to the hood. We was dudes named King Tut and all types of crazy. You know, we was in the hood and we was we was I was in the hood, man. You know what I'm saying? And then um Merlin Santana um from uh Steve Harvey um he was on um yeah. the show with Steve Harvey and um Cosby you know. Yeah, nah, not the Cosby show. I think he was, but he was on the show with Steve Harvey. It was called... Um, Steve Harvey Show. The Steve Harvey Show, right, was said. And um, he got murdered. And he got murdered in the hood. Once he got... When he got murdered in the hood, man, that that was like my... my I was like, yo, I'm not going... I'm not fucking with the hood like that no more. I'm going to stay in Hollywood, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? So after that incident, I stopped going to the hood and just kept it, kept it like... No Hollywood. That that was the only hood I was going to, like no Hollywood. That's it. Yeah. yeah because yeah. his work didn't so, make any sense. Yeah, but if that didn't happen, I probably would have still been going in the hood and going on Crenshaw and all that, you know. It's you know, I'm a hood nigga, but we all you know, did. That was what we yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. You know, I go to get my soul food and bounce out, but I used to hang in the hood and yeah. be, you know, I mean I used to be out there like that. I couldn't do that, man, you know. Once that happened, that kind of like changed my perspective of, of of California. Like, all right, come out here, and get your bag, and don't get caught up in no bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because there's no reason. Yeah. Like Merlin was a good guy. Yeah, man, there was no reason. It was some bullshit. It was some hood shit. You know what I'm saying? He and he came out here. He came to California to be an actor. Yeah. But he was from Harlem. You know what I mean? So you know, once you a hood nigga, you, you, you go to the hood because that's what you're familiar with. The good food, you know, girls, whatever. That's what you. That's 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 what we're used to. But when you come to Hollywood, you gotta come to Hollywood and be focused, man. Come out here and do your thing, and that's what you come in here to do. That's what you gotta do. You get your money and get out. Get your money and, and no, don't get out. Get your money and stay low. Stay low. Stay out the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Hey, what you think? Um, I, one of my favorite is the last days, man. I, I love. I used to use that when I do the radio show. I always use that intro. I, I used to use that instrumental and shit, man. So yeah. when you, when you, what really brought me back to that was Eight Mile. When you heard Eminem them freestyle on that, like what'd you think? Was that like just like like yo? Were you honored by that or like was, how, how was that? How was that feeling? That, that that shit was crazy because I was at the premiere. I was at the premiere with Dr. Dre that year. Like when when they had the premiere, I didn't even have a ticket to go in the premiere. Okay. And um, I was up there. You know, I went to the premiere. I just came from New York. I didn't get my credentials to get in, but I'm like, yo, eight mile. I'm going to see this shit. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Last Days was in the movie. I didn't even know that shit. So we on the line. We on the line. You know, we did the red carpet. 
So we do the red carpet and we didn't have credentials. So when it's time after you do the red carpet, you go in. And I didn't have a ticket. So I was like, damn, I ain't got no ticket and shit. You know what I'm saying? And Dr. Dre, his white family, everybody, he walks up right behind me like, yo, Fred Drone, like, what's up, what up? I'm like, yo, Dre, I ain't got no ticket to get in here. He was like, man, come in with us. I walked in with Dr. Dre to the eight mile from there, word. He was like, yo, you can sit right there. So I had nice seats, walked in with Dre and everything, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm sitting down watching a movie and then I hear the last days beat come on. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> not, 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 not because it's an Onyx record, but it's the Onyx record that I produced. Like word. I did that beat, like, you know what I mean? Like that that's my beat. That's yeah. my beat, like, you know, like I made that shit with the SE 950, all that, like, so when I heard it in the, in the movie, I'm just like, oh, shit. So, you know, this shit was sounding real, you know, you got the the, the, the quality, you know, theater sound and they rocking on it. And I just walked out of there like, yo, that shit was crazy. So that whole story was just ill, walking in with Dr. Dre, hearing the beat, and, you know, it was just, that eight mile shit was good. And, and actually, it was a good bag too. The bag for that was was incredible. Yeah, so. I bet. <laughs> Thank, thanks Eminem for that because you get paid off that forever because it keeps going on and on forever. Like Eight Mile is a classic movie, and, and every time it gets played, you get residuals. So that was a good look. You know what I mean? It was a good look. This is Cherry's world. You can bend and squeeze and switch and twash and toss it. It's a stress bomb. Scan it for some healing motivation through the ceiling. You can bend and squeeze and switch and twash and toss it. It's a stress bomb. Scan it for some healing motivation through the ceiling. You can get yours today at stressphone.com. And by the way, the stress phone is a black owned business. think you're gonna be uh known as far as as like as an actor or you think you always gonna be known as a rapper like what do you think people recognize you as more actor or the rapper um it depends on what person you're talking to you know you know some you know some people might might some people might not even know nobody right now you know what i'm saying like somebody because they might be my the first time they ever seen or heard of me so you know i, I think it's who you asking but you know, hip hop is always the foundation of everything. So I, I think hip hop will probably um, be the majority of, you know, people recognize me probably from hip hop the most, because because I just think hip hop it it, go, it goes into more places. A movie you have to see it, music you just have to hear it. You know what I'm saying? So I think music travels to more places. I think it's 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 straight like you know it, it you know you know what I mean. Courtney's over there bugging out. Isn't he humble and sweet, Courtney? Yeah, man. Just, <laughs> yeah. But but you know it's crazy because you just I mean you sound like yourself. Like you like the way I see you on TV, listen to you on like this is you. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean it's like you get paid yeah. to be you. That's what they ask you. Like, yo, I want you I to get, be you. <laughs> but you know what? Every movie I see Denzel in, he act to me, he's the same act. I mean, he's the same in every movie. He's good. He's the greatest, one of the greatest actors, but he's always the same person. And that's yeah. that's good. You know what I mean? Because he's him. So I'm sure if you meet Denzel, he's probably going to be the same person that you see in the movies. Because and Robert De Niro is another person. He's right. like the same in every movie. It's like, you know, I just 
I just think it. when you're an actor, if you can be yourself in movies and get paid for it, that just makes everything fucking even better. How, you know what I'm saying? Not to not to take the whole show like this is my show, but how, how heavy of an influence was Pac to you, man? When are you gonna give me? Was, was Pac an influence to me? Yeah, how heavy of an influence? Was he was Pac wasn't an influence at all to me. Word. Nah, we the same Daddy, age. You know, we the same me. age. We born the same year, so we was coming up. Actually, we came out before Tupac. I mean, no, he came out with Brenda had a baby and all that shit before us, but we came out and we went platinum before he came out and went platinum. I think, you know what I mean? Like, I think we was, because when we was popping, when, 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 hold on, when we was popping, we got on tour with Dr. Dre in a chronic tour, Onyx on DMC, boss. We was on a chronic tour, but Tupac wasn't on Death Row at that time. Right. It was Snoop, the Dog Pound, and all that. So, the first go around with, with he, Pac wasn't even there, so there was no, um, nah, I wasn't, he wasn't oh, at all, me. like, like, I wasn't even, not, not even as an actor? Not even as an actor? Nah, because when he, no, because Strap and Juice came out the same year. Yeah. Like, 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 I didn't, when I, when I did Strap, Juice wasn't out yet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, Boys, no, Boys in the Hood was out. And Menace of Society was out before Strap, but not Juice. Juice and Strap came out the same year. So, you know, me and Pac, I just feel like we like brothers from another mother. Like, we born the same year. I feel like we kind of, like, got the same attitude. Yeah. And when I when I met him and we always see each other, it was always love. So there was never no influence, but there was always respect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, I have a question for you as a father. With everything that's going on right now, you got a young black man in a conversation you're going to have with your kids when they start leaving the house without you. Yeah, well, you know, once that happens, we're going to be going to deal with it. Right now, I just tell them to um, respect. Respect everybody and, you know, I teach them not to kill bugs and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Just... Just um just just having respecting another person, you know what I'm saying? And um once they get old enough to figure things out, they'll ask the questions and when they ask the questions, I'll I'll let them know. I'll give I'll give it to them for real, you know what I mean? Are you concerned yeah. about having that conversation? Because my daughter's five, but at three I had to have the conversation with her about race and racism. Um she was actually spit on by a little white boy in the park. And her feelings were so shattered because she didn't understand. Well, maybe I don't think he spit on her because she was black, though. Well, uh, he told her, he spit on her, and he told her, you can't go down the slide until everybody else goes down the slide. Yeah, because, you know, kids, they don't, they don't know color, right? You know what I mean? Well, they just, I, I snatched I, it. I, and, and if kids that and if, and if kids that age no color, then their parents should be ashamed because he was eight. He was not. He was not her age. He was bigger than her. He was eight years old. Then they learn. Then they learning that from the from from the house, and that's not cool, you know. Absolutely. Um, but um, you know, I'm gonna give it to them real. I mean, they see the protest. We we went to a protest. They was at the protest, and I was letting them know what we fighting for. You know what I mean? And yeah, I'm gonna keep it real because. You got to. These 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 kids are gonna grow up and be the future. You know? They're gonna be the future of of, of they they the, the Z gen, the Z generation. So 
Was it the X Gen, Z Gen, some shit like that? I think it's the Z. I'm not the sure. Z, yeah, the Z Gen. So they taking over, and you know, you, you let them know what's real. You know, what's, what's going on in life because it, they got to. You can't let them not Absolutely. be aware of of what's going on. But you know, gradually they'll take it in because right now they don't need to know about black and color and all that stuff. They just need no, to know that because they, they're being raised right. But I believe that they'll be the generation to change everything. Well, you know, I was asking my son, he's, you know, my son, I was like, so, you know, the boxers was boxing on TV. I said, who you want to win? He said, the black guy. <laughs> so so I, that's just natural, you know what I'm saying? That he would say that, you know, who you want to win? I want the black guy to win. So why you want the black guy to win? He said, I don't know, I like him. So, okay. Aww. So there you go, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was going to say, I was waiting for you to tell me he had on black trunks or something. I mean... When you're dealing with racism, I think everybody, not, not everybody's racist, but when you watch The Family of Few, when you watch The Family of Few, are you, vote, are you cheering for the white family or the black family? Yeah, that's true. I want the black family to get that money. All right. You ain't never see a black family white, and you said you wanted the white family to win on Family Feud. That ain't never happened. Well, that's <laughs> so, because I already assumed that they might have a little bit of money. I want the black family to get a That's not what it is. You're just rooting for the home team. You're rooting that's for real. the black people. Hey, that's that's real. It ain't about no money. It ain't about nothing. It's about they black. I want them to win. But that's real talk. So, so it ain't. It don't make you racist. It just make you just you just for the home team. And, and I'll be wanting Steve Harvey to cheat for the black Harvey. family, too. Right. <laughs> okay, we I read the Jam Master J actually discovered you. Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Jam Master J was the, that's the architect of hip hop, man. He's the, uh, Jam Master J, you know, I met Jay and we just became good friends and friendship turned to, uh, uh, you know, getting the bag, you know what I'm saying? Because when we met Jay, he didn't have a record, he didn't have a record label yet, you know, he was, Run DMC was kind of like fizzing out a little bit, you know what I mean? The new kids were coming, the De La Souls and the Tribe Called Quests was coming out and all of that. And um, when we met Jay, them niggas had, he had dreads. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Run DMC was, you know, they was trying to be like Tribe Called Quests and they was, you know, keeping up with the trends and shit. And um, yeah, we met Jay, he had dreads, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, he didn't have a record deal, a record label yet. And we kept in contact with him for like two years after we met him. And then he finally got his deal. And then it was, took us to Deb Jam. One took us to Deb Jam one and that minute. was it, man. One minute. When you see, when you see how this new, the, new, the new era is, what you think about cats like Takashi 69 <laughs> Yo, Takashi, man, that nigga, he's very entertaining, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, hello, you hear me? Yeah, yeah we hear you. Takashi, I mean, he's he's a one in a million. Like, you're never going to see nothing like Daddy that ever in history. Cry. That's something that just was like so. I hope they do I'll a movie about crying. that shit. That shit. It has to be a comedy. <laughs> they, they need to do a comedy movie about Takashi and how he guy with the, 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 the bloods and the niggas are shaking the nigga down and all that. Like, it has to be a comedy, because that shit is it's not funny that he got niggas locked up and all of that, but just the whole shit is just funny, man. It's just Daddy. weird. 
I, I know he's he's an entertainer. Why? I don't consider him a rapper. Like, like when he first dropped his first record, he was a rapper. Then he just now he's just like an entertainer. You get entertained by him. But um, the new school is you know this this some good. We're gonna drive. We're gonna drive in a minute. There's some new guys out there. I like you know it's a lot of new guys out there. My little brother Bamboo Star. To me, he hot, you know what I'm saying? And not just because he's my brother. He got a record called Sleepy right now. He hot, you know what I'm saying? So Bamboo Star, he got that trap shit popping. That's my little bro. So, yeah, I rocks with it. I got I, I got a feel for it, you know what I mean? How do we find him on social media? Uh, Bamboo, but he's, he writes his name with a six. Six A.M. B-U-U. Bamboo. Zero minutes. All right, man. I got you. <laughs> Underscore star. Bamboo star. Yeah. We gonna let him go. Thank you, family man, for being here. I love. I just wanna let you know I love that baby. Daddy, are you done? No doubt. Love is love. You are already you know. Done? Say no more. Say what's man, up, it was a right pleasure. Here. Pleasure meeting you, sir. Thank you. Say bye bye, Brighty. Bye. <laughs> All right. See you later. Thank you, baby. All right. What? Stay safe. All right. Peace. Oh, so, so bad. Friends grow up, you know what I'm saying? They start off as little young boys, and then you get to see him be a daddy. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's like I said, he's just he's himself. Like he gets paid to be himself. That's dope. That's everything. Yeah, he really gets paid to be himself. I, I... Welcome to Cherry's World. Brought to you by Less Is More Events. Get Lime. 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 You can bend it, squeeze it, switch it, squash it, toss it. It's a stress bomb. Scan it for some healing motivation through the ceiling. You can bend it, squeeze it, switch it, squash it, toss it. It's a stress bomb. Scan it for some healing motivation through the ceiling. You can get yours today at stressphone.com. And by the way, the stress phone is a black owned business. Thank you.